Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Police in Elk County, Pennsylvania offer up this edition of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime, and Anywhere. State police arrested 43-year-old Michael Knepp with breaking and entering, criminal trespass, and theft after troopers were sent to a home in a rural area there last week. And caught red-handed the man was, leaving the home with items that didn't belong to him. Those items were frozen meatballs and chocolate chips. And as an added bonus, Knepp had just broken into and stolen stuff from his parents' house, doing so while they were away in Florida. He'd apparently been told to stay away from the property before his mom and dad left. <laughs> You're not a wi- well-liked uh, <laughs> child. <laughs> well, your parents want you to stay away when they're gone. Yeah. My guess is he's not the, uh, what do they call that, the executor of their estate? <laughs> I would uh, yes. Well, welcome to the Morning Road Show, where we're just one hair short of an official bald spot. It's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, it's right. See me touching it, Cliff? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're going to rub that hair off. I, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Woo. Well, Cliff, I read this morning that two WWE wrestlers have now been quarantined for possible the, coronavirus. Really? Yes. Okay. So I guess we can get our pencil and paper out and scratch yeah. off steroids as a cure for this virus going around. <laughs> The USS Gerald R. Ford is the largest warship ever constructed in terms of displacement. The aircraft carrier estimated a cost nearly $13 billion and will carry more than 75 planes and a crew of about 4,500 sailors and naval aviators. It's still undergoing trials, but soon will be uh, declared fully operational. And in fact, Monday, the ship and crew aboard her just completed a rigorous two-day test of flight deck testing. And they're now fully certified for flight deck and air control operations. But as you might expect, there's just one problem. And, oh, it's a big one that's best told by the folks at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. Designing anything that complicated is an exercise in accommodation. Not everything you want fits exactly how you want. So sometimes things have to be made smaller so they can share space with other necessities. But apparently naval architects designing a ship that can carry almost 5,000 people underestimated how much poop there was going to be and they made the sewage pipes too small. Especially because, well, the sailors all have tightly regulated diets and regulated diets means colons are also regular. And right now, whenever day shift gets up to go to work, everyone goes to the bathroom at the same time. And everyone flushes at the same time, and that makes the entire toilet system on the $13 billion state-of-the-art naval vessel clog up like cheddar was on the menu the night before. The answer? (laughs) A giant flush of the sewage system. No, not just one big massive plunger. It's a specialized acid that costs about $400,000 per treatment. Naval officials say there's no way to redesign the toilets. They're just going to be that way forever. <laughs> That's an expensive uh, restroom break, don't you think, Cliff? Well, they don't have to do it every day. Just once a year or something like that. You thought your toilet paper was high now. <laughs> wow. 
What are you snickering about <laughs> over there, Cliff? You just couldn't let it go, could you? What? It's almost like, you know, as much as you complain about the 11-year-old in the room, when the topic comes up, you can't just let it go. You have to ask the follow-up question, which you did off the air. <laughs> you wanted to know where the poop goes I... on the aircraft carrier. Yes. <laughs> I just And, of course... The 11-year-old is also fairly Google proficient. <laughs> and the answer is, tech, on the lowest level, the simple answer, it goes the same place where the whale and foosh, fish poop goes. All right. So we're, But they try to do that outside of coastal waters. <laughs> so they have a kind of a collecting and processing area, and then it's dumped overboard. So there's a certain place they go out in the ocean they just every time? Get, well, they don't go to the same spot in the ocean. They just want to oh. make sure they're offshore far enough so that the poop doesn't well, come back to the beach. If you were, you know, yeah, if you were a beach dweller, you would. <laughs> What's the high tide bringing in now? <laughs> oh, run, run. Yeah. I hope that you're cleaning everything you possibly can in your daily life. I know I have, Cliff. Yes. I have been cleaning places that I never knew existed. <laughs> And that's the honest truth. And I've never cleaned so much. I think I have personally yeah. dispelled about 500 gallons of disinfectant here at Country 98. Here in this room. Here in this room. <laughs> just this room. But one thing I think a lot of us in our yeah. daily hustle and bustle forget yeah. about cleaning. What's that? And I think about it all the time. What? At the gas station. Yeah. The nozzles. Everybody and their brothers had their hands on those things. <laughs> And somebody's probably been hacking around in their hands yep. or whatever. Yeah. And we just grab them, put gas in, jump in the car, and go. So, yep. little warning this morning. I know you can get out and get gas if you're locked in at the if house you, right if now. If you need fuel in your car, yes. you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. Um, hopefully, you have been able to, in some way, procure a small container of hand sanitizer. That's exactly right. Which I do, or I did, and I carry it in my pocket around now. So whenever I get in that situation, I always make sure I do that. So in the next, I get done. next few days, if you're going to the gas station to get gas, be yep. sure and sanitize the nozzle. <laughs> Which okay. kind of sounds like the punchline from a dirty joke there, doesn't it, Cliff? I was say, I mean, it doesn't, may have seen that movie. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> this idea here, Cliff, from one of our wonderful listeners is almost borderline genius. Trying to be... I, clean sanitary. I, yeah, because you mentioned the thing about the uh, handle on the uh, gas pump. Yes. No one really gives that a thought about what contamination that might have on it. And this is brilliant here. Yeah. Carry a box of Ziploc bags or anything like that in your car, in your pocket, and you have to go to the gas pump or open doors, unfamiliar doors, put one on your hand. That will help. Not a cure, but it will help. I mean, that's... I'm going to go with full genius on that. That is Because, you know, good. you could say rubber gloves, but you can't buy rubber gloves, and you should probably leave the rubber gloves to the healthcare professionals at this moment in time. Pe they're probably people who need them more than you getting gas, you know, for me anyway. I think so, too, Cliff. Um, so get a, a box of, doesn't it have to be Ziploc? Just like those cheap plastic bags with the zip ties. Throw the zip ties away because you don't use them anyway. And just keep them with you and, and put it over your hand and, and protect yourself. Like, um, say, here. At the radio station. That's right. Uh, because, you know, doorknobs. She mentioned doors. Oh, that's right. And I forgot to ask you, when you said you disinfected the room here this morning, which you are doing on a regular basis, um, 
Did you uh, get the disinfectant towel and polish the knobs over there? I did not. I forgot all about the knobs. <laughs> you didn't rub the knob down, is no, what you're saying? No, forgot them. Well, fortunately, I uh, the one door that I use, I cleaned the doorknobs this morning. Now, are you familiar with this door? <laughs> because she said unfamiliar doors. <laughs> Uh, well, it's that door right there. Well, you are familiar with that one. <laughs> yes. I've, I've, I polish that knob on a regular basis. Well, I've never been formally introduced to any of the doors around here. One over here that I close with my foot all the time. <laughs> yes. I heard that one before. Well, Cliff, this month, yes. the entire month, mm-hmm. is Dolphin Awareness Month. And I say that to you yeah. so that you know that's why I'm an essential member of being out <laughs> and about have, right now. You have proven your essentialness yes today that way everyone knows now that it's dolphin awareness month and i looked up a couple of facts about dolphins this morning cliff and well one of those i found kind of intriguing here and what is that they're high-pitched rapid chirping noises yeah they do that so they can communicate with other dolphins yeah and with Yoko Ono. Oh, wait, I didn't know that. No, that's right. Oh, yes, that. <laughs> see, that's why I'm essential here, Cliff. Yeah. And the yeah. second fact I found about dolphins, Yeah. they are often booed. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I think maybe you've got some, uh, there's a word missing. It's not the actual real dolphins that are booed. It's the Miami Dolphins that, football team. I'm sorry, yeah, yes. Yeah. The, yes, they're often booed. <laughs> You might remember in recent days, spring breakers on Florida beaches were originally just told to please go home by authorities until five of them got coronavirus, and then things got a bit more serious. Things are already a bit more serious in Brazil, where police catching people on the beach in violation of the stay-at-home order and making them, well, they're making them go home, literally. And you might be curious how. The answer is they're hovering a police helicopter at low altitude over the sunbathers on the beach, creating a giant sandstorm until they just get up and leave. <laughs> now, it was fake Yeah, news story that I saw, Cliff, but yeah. I was thinking about uh, that news story as you was reading that. Yeah. You know, the fake news was that uh, Russia had set 500 lions loose in the streets <laughs> to keep people off the streets. If you're doing a lion or two out there on the beach, yeah, I bet everybody in Brazil would be... Uh, reduce the population. <laughs> State 11 on the Morning Road Show. This has become, Cliff, my favorite hour of this entire four-hour program right here. Between 8 and 9? Yes. Why is that? Because that this is the time yeah. that we play no prize, just punishment. <laughs> uh-huh. You see, yeah. we've picked out an artist for each day of the week. Yep. Yeah. Monday, it was Manilow Monday. Yep. Yeah. Yesterday, Tiny Tim Tuesday. And we have you, at a certain point in time, call us at 812-386-1250, and we give you some kind of a problem or question that you yes. have to be able to solve. That's right. And if, um, well, if you get it correct, no harm comes to anyone. Yes. But if you're incorrect, <laughs> we'll all be subject to a song that no one likes, and everyone will blame you for causing it. And I love that part of it. So they blame you, That's not right. us. Because traditionally, everyone blames us. <laughs> but we can just pass the buck on to whoever the caller is who screwed up the question. At least one time a day. And yes. today... Yes, because it's, it's Wednesday. It's Wham Wednesday. <laughs> 
Here we go. Hi, who's this? Jody Tapley. Jody, where are you from? Princeton. Okay, you know what's at stake here, right? Yep. There's no prize, only punishment. <laughs> right. Well, Jody, are you a huge Wham fan? Not really. No. <laughs> so you're not going to be throwing off, right? No. Good, good. I want your complete concentration here, Jody. We're going to start you off. I'm going to name a cereal. You tell me if it's real or if it's just made up. Do you have any children? Yeah. All right. You should be good at this. I got confidence now in you. Jody, here's your first one. Frosted Flakes Banana Cream. Uh, true. That is right. It All is right. a real cereal. Okay. The number two. Biscuits and Gravios. I'd be false. That is correct. <laughs> now we're down to the money shot here, All Cliff. Right. Yep. Grins and smiles and giggles and laughs. I will say that's true. Congratulations, also, Jody. There's no cereal. punishment. It is a cereal. Congratulations <laughs> and thank you for that. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Bye, Jody. Wow. That's two days in a row, Cliff. And I had her queued up ready to go. I see that. We'll just put that back down. Yeah, turn, turn that, that switch off, off. Turn that off. Yeah. Jody is my hero. <laughs> well, it's 40 right now, and maybe we ought to delay that more prizes thing for a little while, Cliff. <laughs> I'm not sure that's really accurate anymore, but well, was it one you know, time? We do play that. There's no prize, just punishment. Game, yes, we so. need a we need an ID that we says just, that. Just punishment. Just punishment. Try yeah. to avoid the punishment. Yes. Well, how about this, Cliff, in underwear news? There's underwear. Yes, there's underwear news this morning. A French fashion house okay. is now selling men's undershorts okay. for $300 a pair. Wow. Yes, $300 for a pair of underwear. Okay. Now, if I had that kind of money, I would yeah. have to have a couple of requirements here, Cliff, for $300 to, to underwear. To buy a $300 pair of underwear. Yes. First okay. of all, there would have to be a built-in heater for me in the wintertime. <laughs> I want to be comfy at all times. And I would like... You know, when you said, I'm like, you need to go you get your lab coat and your safety glasses on and go out to your lab and try to come up with some way to invent heated underwear. I'm just, but go ahead. Well, I think yeah. that would be a good idea. Yeah. And yeah. I'd like to have a built-in fan for the summertime. <laughs> so, so you wanted heated and air conditioned. Yes, I need a little fan action. <laughs> well, maybe... Maybe that's not such a good idea, Cliff, to have a fan there. Well, you have to have certain safeguards, in fact. <laughs> yes, uh, and that's why my pair would be $500. <laughs> You're paying for the protection. Well, yesterday, Cliff, Yeah. yesterday I, I stood in the toilet paper line of shame at a certain store <laughs> here in town. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It was a long line of shame. That would be the one where they put up the... Uh, those retractable tapes to keep you out of the aisle while they stuck it. Yes. You had to stand in that line and wait. It's a shameful stand, and they let one person in <laughs> at a time as they pull the yellow tape back, Yeah. and then they close it right behind them, and then it was my turn, and I was the last one in line. Oh, you were, huh? Yes. So you, it was like you were ushered into the toilet paper aisle. With two ladies watching everything you grab and touch the entire time because somebody tried to get two rolls of toilet paper packages in, in, in excess of the required limitation. Yes. yes. So there's nothing more embarrassing, Cliff, than standing yeah. in line trying to pick up toilet paper. 
I'm a little modest when it comes to that to begin with, to I be mean, honest. Well, I mean, everyone uses toilet paper, but I guess apparently you don't want people to know you do. Well, I, you know... Like what your brand is, whether you get one ply or two ply, or you have to go for the uh, extra strong toilet paper, or do you buy that gentle soft stuff? I, I just think that, you know, if... Yeah. If they know that much about you, <laughs> if you need strong toilet paper at your house, that's a bit too much information okay. about me. Okay. And so I just couldn't do it. You could. What do you mean you couldn't do Being it? Being the last person in. And everyone's watching. And there's people still standing outside the tape yes. waiting to be allowed in. Because they, after you were the last person in line... They were going to release the hounds, They so were, to speak. Yes. yes, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so so what happened? And I browsed down, and I yeah. looked, and I looked, and I looked, and yeah. I just couldn't pick up one. <laughs> I just couldn't so, do it. So <laughs> I'm in desperate <laughs> see, need me, at my house. So, so you waited in line to buy toilet paper, and then when you actually had the opportunity to get in there and get toilet paper, it just looked like you were browsing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was standing in line there, Cliff. Yeah. Keeping a safe six foot distance from, from the person in yeah, front of which me. Which is because I've seen people in that line crowded. Not me. Yeah. I stayed back, yeah. tried to be a good boy, and I'm sitting there like a yeah. professional athlete before they go out and perform <laughs> for you. Oh, kind of like psyching the... myself up. <laughs> I was imagining myself. Oh, oh, like the track and field athletes. Yes. Picking up toilet paper yeah. and then running out. And, and then when you had the chance, <laughs> you didn't get anything. Let's just say the toilet paper <laughs> slipped right through my fingers <laughs> and somebody else has it at their home now. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And today's Take It to the Bank is for anyone who has or will be soon standing in the line of the toilet paper hall of shame. <laughs> As you did yesterday. Yes, because... And yours was especially shameful, because you stood in line and then just shopped and didn't buy anything when you had the opportunity to get your own toilet paper. That is true. But go ahead. Well, I'm doing this, Cliff, because today yeah. is Toilet Paper Appreciation Day. It is, And I'm not huh? making that up. I did not know that. And I'm sure most of us were appreciating it a lot more now <laughs> than we ever have in our lives. So true. here's a few facts about toilet paper. Okay. About 83 million rolls are produced each day okay. in the United States. Okay. One tree makes about 100 pounds of toilet paper. Okay. $2.4 billion worth of toilet paper is sold just in the United States each year. Wow. Uh-huh. And the average American yeah. uses about 25 rolls each and every year. <laughs> 25. Now, are those uh, 25 uh, average size rolls or the mega rolls? That's the equivalent of three average rolls. Average size rolls, Cliff. 25. 25 average size rolls for a whole year. For a whole year. So all of you people who have hoarded toilet paper and bought like the 96 pack of the um, three and one rolls basically have bought yourself a seven-year supply of toilet paper. Is that what you're saying? That's what the facts say. Okay. And all of that, Yep. when things are normal, <laughs> you can take to the bank. You can take to the bank. <laughs> I was going to say regular. I didn't think it sounded good. Oh, Cliff. yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Here's Sarah Evans. I keep looking for toilet paper. Yeah.
Cliff, anything said today? There were things said today. And just a reminder, if um, you want to know what goes with all of these phrases of the day, go check out our podcast, the Weed and Cliff podcast, available at weedandcliff.com. You can also go to iTunes, Spotify, and a number of other sources to uh, subscribe to our podcast. And if you want to, by the way, relive the news headlines, there's a news podcast as well. It's available at wbarrayradio.com. Just click news for that. Let's start with number three. In underwear news, <laughs> number two, I've been cleaning places I didn't know existed. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I polish that knob on a regular basis. I hope number two and three aren't related in any way. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.